Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 447 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined today remotely by the man who operates Askren Scrapyard in Manitowoc County, maybe, <laughs> potentially. <laughs> He's accumulating Priuses with no keys that will later reveal themselves. Ben Askren, how are you? I, I'm doing good. It is only one Prius. So, Just the one Prius uh, so far. I, I, I believe I'm safe for the time being. Okay. <laughs> so far, so good. But you know what? They may they may want to set you up. You're kind of a rebel rouser down uh, or up in Wisconsin, so you never know. Oh, yeah. Don't, no, don't get me started. Yeah, I won't. <laughs> I won't. Hey, so real quick at the top, while some of you may have been sleeping, David Bray definitely wasn't. David will watch anything, anytime, any international tournament. Americans or not. Greco, women's. Men's freestyle. It doesn't matter what it is. David Bray's up and watching it. So, real quick update from Rome, David Bray. All right. So, we have uh, Greco concluded yesterday. We had one bronze medalist there, D'Angelo Hancock. And uh, we had a few others in the medal match there. Today, Greco, we have John Stefanowitz will be wrestling for bronze. And maybe Rayvon Perkins. He has a repechage match momentarily. On the women's side of things... Tamara made the final. She had a really pretty challenging bracket. She beat uh, Abora Dudu and then also beat Larocque, uh, which those were both good matches. And then she had close to a homicide in the semis. Like they had to like body bag her <laughs> and take her off the mat. Poor young lady. Yeah. Um, so so she looks good. And then we have Ali and Jenna and Kayla for bronze. Uh, Mallory Velti was just in a repshash match. Didn't see how that turned out. She may be going for bronze. And then I believe we also have Macy Kilty in the repshash. So she has an opportunity for bronze as well. So better day, day two than day one. That's good. But you know what? Why can't two of our biggest stars in Greco, Kamal and Adam Kuhn, lost to Venezuela? Mm-hmm. Venezuela. 
spin. I, I they hire, did I they hire spin. a good coach or something? I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Venezuela is usually not good, and, and frankly, ninety percent of their population is fairly destitute right now. So I don't know how they're winning Greco matches. Yeah, it's not good. Uh, Nomad, can you explain the Venezuelan resurgence? I believe two things. Uh, I believe Iran was working with them for a number of years, mm. and okay. now they have a Cuban coach. So we had Nothing like Iran okay. helping the development, and then a Cuban coach instituted to uh, to maintain it. Nothing concerning at all about a Venezuela Iranian partnership. <laughs> totally cool, especially when Cuba's involved. Yeah, Cuba. So, uh, Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan. Yeah. Oh yeah. The season two. Yeah, that was oh, all geez. based on that kind of stuff. This is not good. Okay. Not good at all. So we are going to be dropping uh, dual rankings. Very soon. Kyle Bracky has been working on them this week. We're actually going to put them up today, as a matter of fact. Mm -hmm. And we're going to stump Ben Askren here. And we're going to give you, let's say, three guesses to guess who the second-ranked dual team in America is. Because I bet you won't get it. Well, I'm guessing by your tone uh, that it's not Penn State. Iowa's the obvious number one. I'm guessing that it, it cannot be Penn State. Um, Wisconsin just lost a duel, so it can't be them. Uh, Ohio State. Ohio State's been winning quite a bit lately, and they're ranked mm-hmm. pretty high. Could it? Um, oh, I, I, you guys aren't going to put Campbell up there, are you? No. 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 Okay. Because they've been undefeated, haven't they? No. Okay, no, good. they have two losses. They lost to Arizona State oh, they, and Pitt. Okay, good. Arizona um, State is an important lynch, important linchpin in this. Yes, I'll say that. So who who just beat Arizona? Well, it didn't Ohio State just beat Arizona State? So it's got to be Ohio State. There is a team that beat Ohio State, though. So you're close. Uh, you're on the right track. Virginia Tech. Yeah. Virginia Tech number two. Yep. They are, they're they're 6-0 right. in the year. They've beaten Ohio State, Northwestern, Missouri, Central Michigan, and West Virginia. Uh, the first wow. five of those are top 25 tournament teams. And then Ohio State's number, uh, number three. And Northwestern and Missouri are also top 25 dual teams. So they have a great resume. And... They have a chance to make it better this weekend when they go to Binghamton and Cornell. Nice. So, yeah, those, where, are, uh, those are cool. Where's Where's Wisconsin layout? Because Wisconsin Ohio State's Friday. Yeah. Six, um, maybe? Wisconsin's on. Uh, we have them nine right now. Um, the loss Fair to Minnesota kind of dropped them a little bit. If they had beaten Minnesota, they'd probably be higher. That's yeah. fair enough. Cool. So, we're going to have those out. Um, dual rankings are fun because – when I was, you know, going through and looking at everyone's resumes and, and comparing, contrasting, and everything, um, it is a little alarming how many teams wrestle non-D1 teams. Yeah, I don't yeah. like that. Why are you doing that? Did anyone wrestle Central Missouri State? <laughs> <laughs> no. I, listen, I don't see an issue with wrestling an in-state team. I, I know Missouri did it this year. Um, I'm, I think Wisconsin usually does it. I don't think they did this year though. Um, you know, wrestling one or two. Iowa City Duels are obviously famous for wrestling all lower division in-state teams, right? Yeah. Yeah, but they they then they upgraded, and then they then they got Buffalo and North Dakota State. Yeah, they upgrade. Well, you know, I think actually, I don't think it. Uh, I think it's fine to wrestle a non D one. You think about football, they wrestle or wrestle. They play the technically D one. I guess they're technically D one, but like they're F, they're FCS, and but you know the the disparity the disparity between the programs is probably comparable oh, yeah. to the disparity yeah, between the 
D1 and the whatevers that these guys are wrestling. They're yep. not even all D2 or D3. Okay, maybe I don't have a problem with the in-state, but there's like a couple teams that have done it like three and four times this year. Well, Kyle, call them out. Who are they? Let's, let's shame them. Um, <laughs> NC State wrestled three. Uh, Rutgers, oh, my goodness. Rutgers, wrestled, Rutgers wrestled two. I think Missouri wrestled two. Um, oh, man. Missouri? I feel like there was more. I'm trying to remember off the nope, top of my head. <laughs> Missouri's were in state. They did them in one night. Uh, we'll yeah, they were in Missouri NC- Valley and Central Missouri. I think oh, Central Missouri. There we go. What are they? The donkeys? Look at this. <laughs> Look at this picture. Do you, do you the, know mules, the mules. <laughs> They're the mules. <laughs> you went to a, you went to a tournament where the mascot was the mules. Oh, oh my goodness. Hey, um, but I think NC State did it similarly where they. They, yeah, I think they wrestled in state teams. Three North Carolina teams. I don't know, maybe just one. Maybe just one. Just the one. Well, it's fine to even do, but like don't expect it to be like it's not gonna bolster your dual ranking no. or anything yeah. like that. Hey yeah. can can I ask you something, Kyle, with these dual rankings? So did you do them like football did? So if fo- a football team loses, it doesn't matter if they have say three starters out. They just lost, right? They they get downgraded for that. In wrestling, generally speaking, people say Oh well, if they would have had this guy and this guy, then they would have won the duel. Did you do it that way, or did you do it like if they lost, they lost? If they lost, they lost. Because if we're playing, really? it's a, it's really tough to do like play the what if game for all these. Yeah. So, because then you're basically, it, I think that's the way you have to do dual, dual rankings for a couple reasons. One. That is an infinite game you could play with lineup potential and what it could have been, yeah. and then not only the lineup potential. But then you have to say, not only would this person have wrestled, but this person would have won a match. So you're just saying this would have happened when you don't know it would have happened. Two, yeah. the entire point of a dual rankings is to assess dual strength. And a big part of dual strength is your depth. How good are you? Because yeah, there's absolutely. it's so rare. So I think part of, you know, Penn State lost, but and are they the second best? Well, I don't know, but maybe they don't have the dual depth necessary to be the number two team right now, right? And same yep. for some of these other teams that they take losses. You can't just assume that, oh, they would have won or this would happen, and part of the dual ranking is how deep you are. Well, it's like when you do individual cool. rankings and you go, well, that guy was hurt. Well, he lost the match. So yeah. either don't wrestle or if you put your foot on the line, accept the consequences of the result of the match. Yeah. Cool. I like it. That's how we do it. That's how we do it. So where did Penn, Penn State go? Four, five? Five, because then it, it falls perfectly. Um, Ohio State beat Arizona State, and Arizona State beat Penn State. But the, I mean, Penn State right. can obviously jump up because Virginia Tech has a tough back half of the schedule with North Carolina and North Carolina State and Pitt, who are all top 12 teams. And then Penn State still has Iowa and Ohio State on the schedule, so they have plenty mm-hmm. of opportunity to move up. Nice. And not that this has anything to do with rankings, but I don't know if we've seen Penn State's full-strength lineup yet. At nope, any point this season, not. no, which not. is super super rare, and I feel like we may have mentioned this a little bit. Like, uh, yeah, we did talking about just the injury bug or whatever, because it just like they weren't afflicted by it. But now it seems like perfect storm. A couple little things happening that prevented their lineup from being as good as we probably thought it would be coming into this year. But you have to figure in the next which, couple months we'll see it. Which is a perfect. Uh, this is a perfect segue into a, a good debate on why the. Why the NCAA should also have a dual NCAA championship? Yeah, baby. <laughs> okay. Um, I'll say. Well, <laughs> just, well just first of all, the, just 
Christy, just throw the dock away. Let's you want to? Right uh, you want to fight? But you want to fight? But I don't necessarily disagree <laughs> that I. If they said, "Hey, there's a dual NCAA championship," I'd say that's great. Yeah. But I would also say it is. It's it's great in that I think it's a good product because duels are awesome. But it is not the. It is definitively not the best way to assess uh, team strength, right? Well, best- so let me ask. Let me ask you this though, because you say that a lot. You know how many times you've said that, and I've been riding in my car to Madison or back, and I said, "Ah, Christian, I just want to call and argue with you right now." But okay. I saved it for this. I saved it for this moment. All right, you've been saving up. Let's go. <laughs> Let's hear it. Okay, what other sport? Because because you say definitively not the best to assess team strength. Yeah. Name me any other sport where you could show up with four people of so forty percent, four to ten, forty percent of your roster, and win an NCAA title. Well, I would say that you're comparing apples and oranges because there's no other sport that basically has – well, I won't say there's no other sport. There's other ones. I'm, there's I'm other uno- ones. No, I'm unaware of any other sport that has like two different two different entire games, two different ways they score things, right? Uh-huh. A basketball game is a basketball game, and you play five on five. But well, doesn't, I, doesn't swimming, swimming and track and field do it, correct? Uh, yeah, I, track and field may be and a like, good example. But then there's like – I there's swimming so, too. There's so much. Yeah, I don't know much about about swimming, but I don't think. Well, one, you can do it like that in track and field, right? And I've I, I've seen yeah. that that happens where yeah, this is not a very good team, but they have really good distance or something, right? And then they can go and they have really high placements at the state tournament, and then they yeah. can win states. So I'll say this, but but that doesn't really. Ha- you're using an outlier to explain. I, I, that's not an outlier. I'm yes, sure. It's I'm not sure- an outlier. It's Hold not on. an outlier. I'm sure most NCAA championships, there's a, a very small percentage of the lineup that scores a very large percentage of the points, right? Mm-hmm. Three or four or five guys score a gigantic amount of points. And and when you can li- literally leave the rest of your team at home to say, see ya, you're out of here, and then you can win, that, that just seems kind of disingenuous to actual team strength uh, to me. The best way – I mean, listen, I'll, I'll, give, I'll give you the greatest example – uh, I have. When Arizona I was at Arizona State, State we, we were 4-13, and 13, Christian. We couldn't beat anybody. We couldn't mm-hmm. beat anybody, and we took sixth in the country. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't know. This is not team strength. This is Bubba Jenkins and Anthony Robles strength, plus uh, throw a little Levi Cooper in there, and we got a sixth-place finish. Yeah, Levi. That was a, that was, that was the most surprising thing of all, but Levi Cooper. Absolutely. You know, Levi, made the, he made the WWE now. Did he? What's his name? His Super Cooper? Uh, no. <laughs> Tucker, uh, his name's Tucker Knight, and he actually—you guys should look this up. He actually uh, partners with uh, a kid who was a good Greco wrestler from Wisconsin, named Nikola Bolovec. That they're called Heavy Machinery. Their their gimmick is like really funny. <laughs> Are they like mechanics? Yeah. <laughs> they just—you guys. All right, we'll, we'll look funny. it up. Holy cow, he's huge! Wow, Levi. Yeah. No, Levi was a huge heavy. I know, but he yeah, looks yeah, even yeah. bigger. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So, all right. So my thought is this, the best way to assess the national picture of team strength yeah. is you take everyone in the thing and you, and you compare them all. Instead of comparing one versus one, you can compare one to the entire country and they, then you end up in an order. And then that guy earns points. That's how we do the NCAA tournament. Yeah. So is it, I mean, just think about like with, with uh, Iowa Penn State, you know, Michael Kimmer and Vincenzo Joseph or Alex Marinelli and Mark Hall will not score points for their team in a – that's not – 
that's not indicative of the team strength if someone that excellent can't but, score. It has, everything, it has say, everything to do with matchups and where you happen to match up against a team. So I, th- I think then what you're saying is e- either, number one, either dual, dual scoring format you don't think is fair, right? Or No, because, I didn't say that. Or, well, here's, here's what I mean by that. When it's, say, Mark Hall versus Michael Kemmerer, we know that those two are fairly close together, right? Mm-hmm. Mark Hall can score three points, right? It'll be a, a decision win. One of them will score three points. And if it's Mark Hall versus a bum, a total bum, he might score four or five or six, which is not all that much greater than three. Mm-hmm. So it, it, what you're really saying is if there's a wider gap, a wider discrepancy between the participants in that category – that the one team with the much much better person needs to be rewarded more. That's not Does even that what make I'm. Sense? That's, yeah, that makes sense, but that's not well, even that, what that I'm would saying. Make, but that would make it more. That would make it more adequate to what you're saying. You're saying that the the good guys don't get rewarded enough. If there's a good close discrepancy versus a gap in discrepancy, you know, skill level. Think about it like this. Um, let's say the first five we've got a duel, and the yeah. first five happen to be all unranked unranked versus unranked and the unranked guys on one team bonus the unranked guys on another team and then that team that lost all the matches it's one versus two the back half this is just an extreme example but wait wait time 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 christian shouldn't shouldn't that first team get punished for having like if if you're getting majored by another unranked person the other team's not that good really 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 bad at wrestling you're really bad at wrestling. Like, yeah, but you should relative, have better guys on your team. Well, compared to what? I mean, because the other team's not good either. Let's say it's the 72nd but, and 73rd best guy. But they, they're, they're saying, not good but, either. They just happen the to win. second best guy majoring the 73rd best guy? I don't know. He's it's good on top. It's going to be like <laughs> third, third, 34th versus 87th, right? Okay. It's like a big gap. They don't major them. Big gap. All right, let's do they're this. They're terrible. All right, all decisions. For the sake of the argument, they're all decisions now. There is no bonus points, and that's in the front five. And in the back five, it's number one versus number two. And the other team has all the number ones, and they win. Okay, and they beat a bunch yeah. of really, really good dudes. But it's tied because the unranked dudes beat the unranked dudes. But who's the better team? The one with the number ones. That's a better team. But they're, but we're, we're, why would they not be better? What if, what if, well, I mean, if all they the won five and five, are they, are, they won five yeah. and five. And they have the better, more nationally elite wrestlers. But if if the number twos are really close to number ones, and then on the other side, the other the the first team, the number twos team had better guys, five better guys. They're obviously a little bit better in those weight classes. So if we're talking team strength. They're not that, strong. That's but it was five and five. I'm. Yeah. So I mean, like I said, so I guess these teams are equal. Yeah, I would not not agree with that. What you are describing is precisely why it should be a duel. The the, the whole concept of best way to determine it is absolute hogwash. What you want is the best product and most exciting product for the fans that allows the most possible opportunities for different teams to win. And that is a duel meet. You are describing a feature and you think it is a bug. The, The inherent 
unpredictability and chaos produced by dual meets is precisely the reason why they should do it and it should be just a dual meet determining a national champion and the individual ncaa tournament will determine the individual ncaa champions and all americans and it will lose mm, one maybe two percent of the interest and fan <laughs> uh attendance and everything that goes along with it and i understand that that's a radical change and you would you would have to figure out a way to schedule it and that is why it will probably never happen however is a far 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 better product for the fans and for the excitement of the sport to have a variety of teams with the opportunity to win if that, and yeah. and what you are what you initially said is again why it should be there because you're like why do we have two different things determine something right we have like dual meets throughout the year and then a few times a year we have a tournament it's stupid you should just have the duel the thing that determines the better team which is one which is team a versus team b um, determine who is the better team on that day. And yes, of course, there's matchup things. That's how football works too. That's how every other sport works. Oh man, we we, we got a we got a, a deficiency in the low post. We got a deficiency at right guard. We got a deficiency at shortstop. Well, you target that thing and you beat the hell out of it. That's what Bill Belichick yeah, and, does. Uh, I, I love oversimplification. I love every, no, so, I love every single thing Nomad said, except you want as many different teams as possible to win. Because I think you do want, in fact, the best team to win uh, as many times as possible. But, and well, you, you have, have to acknowledge that the best team is less likely to win in a duel than they well, are, in, in a, in, which in is your, actually your, his point. In your, no, yeah. in your definition of best team, in your definition. So I think I think what our definition of best team has been skewed because we're all been used to the NCAA scoring system for so long, where the first place guy gets like almost thirty points. Do you know how many guys taking in the round of twelve it would take to get to thirty points? It would take like nine of them. So yeah. you're telling me nine top, a team with nine top 12 guys is worse than one team with one champion? I don't disagree. So I don't, like, I don't disagree with the fact that there's maybe some NCAA tournament scoring tweaks that would be more representative of team strength. I'm not disagreeing Absolutely. with that. But, Absolutely. But unquestionably, if you want to figure out who the best team is, which Nomad doesn't. Nomad does not want to know who the best no, team is. No, I do not want the and best also, team. And also, also. Stupid. I do want the best team. Well, see. <laughs> See that's what then, I'm saying. Then you want, then you want, a, then you want the tournament, Ben. No, I, I don't think so. I, I think the scoring is misrepresentative because I, I think literally so you can show so up with four that. people and win. Fix that. Don't make it a, a duel. And also, your point about one, I, I, I agree on one hand, Nomad. I don't think the NCAA, NCAA tournament would be harmed. In fact, but if it was a better overall product, we did the national duels for how long? We're, Where's the evidence it, it, that that's the it case? It didn't determine the national Wait, champion. Had it, had it yeah, at Carver Hawkeye, hey, we're, we're national no, duels we're, champion. Christian, we're in, a, we're in a way different place in wrestling than we are. I mean, did you, did you watch the duels last weekend? I didn't watch one effing duel, which wasn't sold out. Every freaking duel I turned on was packed yeah. crowd. It was yeah, crazy. I'm just saying, See, I, don't, I don't think there's... It, wrestling's in such a different place than it was 10, 15 years ago. Well, I'm talking, oh I was, God, I was I mean, at Carver Hawkeye for national duels. I was there. Iowa was really good that year. And, that was the year Missouri won. It was wasn't sold out in Iowa. Yeah, but it's the it Hawkeyes wrestled. It, it's not that was not for the national championship. I'm talking about for the national yeah. championship. They, it, there's because an inherent difference between going. This no is a middle right. of the season. Th it's just like the difference between the Southern Scuffle or Midlands and the NCAA championships. Midlands is not sold out. Midlands is not remotely sold out. Not even close to sold out. You know why? Because everyone knows it. Quote unquote doesn't matter. Midlands matters. <laughs> Scuffle has a great crowd. Scuffle has a great Scuffle crowd. Scuffle has a better crowd than Midlands. Well, yeah, Scuffle has a better yeah, crowd than I Midlands. Mean, it does. I mean, you guys you guys know, the crowd is all about the marketing. You guys got effing 2,000 people to show up in Pennsylvania in effing July for one <laughs> match. 
one yeah. match. Yeah, it was baby. one. I mean, it's come great. on. It's all about Mark. We got two thousand people show up in Round Rock, Texas. Yeah, baby. Round Rock, Texas. They did not two people thousand that know what wrestling is. The in only Rock, the only thing I would argue with Nomad is I think Nomad thinks uh, the dual meet championship will give you like a. Campbell National Championship. It's not. Crazy. It's not no, going no, to the same crazy. teams that win and are in contention for team trophies every year are going to be the same ones that win. You might have a no. Missouri win one year and a Michigan win one year, but those are the NC teams State, competing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, those are the teams competing and winning team trophies right now. Yeah. No, no, I don't think. No, no, I've ne- and I have never said I think it's going to result in a Campbell National Champion. But the the whole point and and Ben, see if you follow me here. Okay. When uh, you, see if you can keep up, hey, listen, no, 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 listen, I'm just saying because this is the best team argument. No man, no man, no man. Not only am I following you, the people on Facebook are freaking loving you right now. You, they, they are. Think you're no, they are. So All right. Keep going. They, so, lo- they love it. So keep it up. A dual meet has ten uh, instances of a match. Okay, which means Someone there's a great that. opportunity for chaos. As you know, the more th- the more times something happens, the greater the chances that the better thing is going to win. That's why the NBA and the MLB are seven-game series, yep. and the higher yeah, yeah. seed uh-huh. usually wins. So when you have a yep. 1,300, 1,600, I don't know the exact number, whatever the NCAA tournament is, it increases the number of chances that a team is going to win. That's why Penn State won eight out of nine. That's why uh, Iowa won three in a row. That's why Minnesota won two in a row. Oklahoma yeah. State won four in a row. Mm-hmm. On and on and on and on and on. What it allows is a greater opportunity for, say, one of those years where Iowa won, Missouri would have won. One of those years where Penn State would have won, where Penn State won, Michigan would have won. I understand that it's not going to uh, increase the number of teams in the sense of, like, it's pretty much going to still be the teams that won trophies at NCAAs anyway. It's not going to result in, like, Campbell, but it will literally result in more national champions. Yeah. So, well, yeah, so this no, is a, which is a no, good thing on. for the sport. Well, Ben, I mean— No, no, no man's dead on because what you have is— <laughs> Say those Penn State teams, you're gonna get 85, 90 points every single North Nickel, uh, North Nickel Rutherford. You're gonna get 85 to 90 points out of those guys, right? So now everyone else just has to add on a few. So when when you have those two and three and four and five titles in a row by certain teams, it's generally there's a nucleus, right? Ruth and Taylor scored 60 points in NCAAs. There's a nucleus of something who's scoring a whole bunch of points, and then you're plugging stuff in on top of them. Okay, so I mean, I don't even we're, I don't even disagree with Nomad. Nomad's whole point is make it so it's less likely the best team wins and have it be a duel, and that he somehow correlates the idea of I don't necessarily agree. You know, when 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 powers win is when sports are strongest. When the Yankees, Lakers, um, Packers, Steelers are doing this, that's when the overall strength is worse. So I'm not I'm not saying I want to see Penn State win every year, but I'm saying if you correlate a variety of teams, the, the ratings are never lower for NCAA basketball, NCAA football, when it's small regional things that don't have big power, when it's Duke, when it's Kentucky, yeah, yeah. the ratings are higher. So I reject the, the premise, but I agree that if you, okay, if you want a result, I bet we could do better if we want more random wins. We could have you know, more coin flips involved. We could do stuff if you want a, just a variety of winners. But that's not what I want. I don't want that. So we just have a principal difference in what we want. I want the best well, team to win. That's not what I want. That's, that's well, what no man wants. But that's, that's I, the whole I, I, angle. Were, he, that's the entire angle. Is that the entire angle he has is that duels are fluky. He wants fluky okay. results. Yes, that's a better product no. than the sport. So that's that's, okay. your, no, that's what you want. Here. <laughs> no man, you had like you had like eight points, and that was one of them. That was, in my opinion, that's his entire so point. point. Had, I, we've argued about this on like, and off air. You had seven other great points. My point, if I could sum up my point in in, in a really concise thing, it would be that 
the NCAA individual tournament, although I love it, although I'll probably try to go every single year for the rest of my life, it what it allows is a really small percentage of your team to contribute the mass of points. And so I don't believe that 40, 30% or 40% of your team is indicative of true, true, true team strength. And the great example I brought up was when I was there in the state. We took sixth place, and we were 4-13 that year. That's an outlier. That's definitely an outlier. That very no, rare. That, 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 I, I understand. It is though, but small a small percentage of your team can influence a great amount of your points. Absolutely, and, and well, that happens. Um, what did Rutgers take this year? They were like tenth. They were barely tenth. They, they were barely tenth, ten, top know, ten with it, two NCAA champions. Right, but that's all they had. Right, no one yeah. else scored. Well, yeah. I mean, how many had teams one that finished below points. them would beat them in a duel? A lot. I don't know. A lot. They were not bad at duels last year. They were not. I'm They're, looking up. They had a pretty solid squad. Um, but yeah, some of them, some of them would. Um, and, and I still think that twelve and six in duels. And I still think that Big Ten, the Dang, the the power thing would be even a little different in as opposed to say um, <clears throat> the NFL or the NBA, where like okay, if the Lakers aren't in it, and it's you know like if it's like the Bucks versus whoever, right? Like small market teams. Yeah. I still don't think that would happen in wrestling because the blue the 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 blue bloods are so far ahead of everyone um f- like like the, the one of the most frustrating things for new coaches is how much uh they have to build up their own history and culture in a program so yep. the ratings aren't going to go the, i don't think the ratings are going to be affected terribly much because it, yes it will still be the same trophy teams they'll just be passing the the, the trophy around and i think that'll be yeah, better so- for the sport Christian, I and I think you and I's main main point of discrepancy. Someone who's pointed this out on Facebook is that your definition of what the best team is and my definition of the best team. We're we're not matching up. We're doing like this mm-hmm. number right here, right? Right. And so I I, but, I think. But you're, Nomad and I are aligned. Well, Nomad and I agree well, of what what the best way to determine well, so not the best way. I but think which will measure team yeah. strength. I think yeah. you're slightly overvaluing the best guys. And you think I'm overvaluing the the not so good guys, right? The guys who are ranked say twenty to thirty, somewhere in there. Yeah, because those those guys are really good wrestlers. And at NCAs, they no, score what half a point, one point, maybe. I mean, there's there's complete. You have a lot of really good wrestlers who are complete non-factors at all in an NCAA tournament team race when they are an, an integral part of those teams. I agree with that. I agree with that completely. I, I do have one so, final well, thing, that, and this always pisses okay. Christian off. Oh boy! Because <laughs> it, it, because because I it's to me it's intellectually disingenuous. Oh boy. So when you say you want the 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 best team always, right? <clears throat> what in my opinion, what you should also want is a smaller NCAA field that features a round robin because it is. It, it is inherently proven that a round Smart. robin will give you a better idea of the true Wait. talent level than a line straight line single elimination line bracket. How, how how big of a round robin can you have though, no man? What do you mean? You can have, you can have a sixteen man. You can have a twelve man. You could have a sixteen I, man. That's fifteen matches. No, no, no. I, I know. So there's still pools. There's still Ben. There's still pools. It's like it's like oh, uh, it's obviously like, it's there would be pool go, play. No, no. It's like it's, it's like the old Olympics, right? You, so you have two pools Got of eight yeah, yeah, yeah. or three pools okay. of five. Right, so there is still yeah, yeah. there's still a crossover, Turning but that pulls. is a that is a far 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 better way. It's proven in literally everything, any sport, any way you do anything. It's literally I mean, better. No, to no have. man is right on this one. Yeah, obviously. So then you should also well, want that. 
Okay. In addition to it, it being the, the the tournament way to determine it, because then you'd still get a large you still get a large sampling of matches, and you'd still have everyone in the pool, but you would then also get more accurate results on the individual level, which would then give you more accurate results on the team level. Yeah, I think there's Nomad, a, there's you know, a you melding know bracket, of the two. You know which bracket I like, Nomad? It's the one that goes. Uh, you got four eight man brackets, so thirty two people total, right? And you can only move forward or back. So at the end of the at, end of three matches, you have. First through eighth place, all the firsts go together, all the seconds, thirds, fourth, fit, right? All the way on. So mm-hmm. you have, then you can do your round robin, though, man. You can go four, four, four first place guys. There you go. Round robin are the four best. Yeah, that could be that could be screwy for sure. Well, one, there there's a there's a, a compromise involved where you yeah. yeah, you could technically have every division one wrestler wrestler. Let's just make it big as yeah. There, but there's a, <laughs> yeah, all right, all seven. Well, but I'm also well, hold on, I can let you, put, I let no, you. Don't misrepresent my thing because I'm, I'm, not, I'm arguing for a small, I'm actually arguing for a small I'm bracket. not done, all right, I'm getting there. So there's there's a, there's a world done. where you have this tremendously huge round robin, and then, so Nomad makes a compromise, oh, well, let's shrink the round robin. Well, I think there's a compromise where, I think the NCAA tournament is kind of a compromise, like, this is the best way that is a combination of, it has all the guys in the field, they're all in the field, and one guy emerges, mm-hmm. okay? Yeah, that's the best guy. That's who. That's the winner. That's yeah, the champion. I agree. Whereas, whereas you could have a guy that loses a match, and ends up being the champion. Which mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know. That's well. If he's the best guy, why did he lose to a guy? So he lost to a yeah. guy. That guy lost to a guy, and that guy beat the guy. Okay, so they all yeah. have one loss. Now who's really the better guy? Doesn't mean doesn't actually bear that out. Yeah. Two, there. It's a. It's uh, it's a worse product for the fans by far, inarguably. Yeah, right? it's a yeah, much, right. much worse product, yep. much worse product for you're the fans. And also, um, I don't remember my also. <laughs> well, I'll tell you this, Christian. I mean, we talked about this yesterday. One of the things the NCAA championship forces you to do is either number one, you're going to be so much better than everyone else that you beat everyone else, right? Number two, you have to beat, be able to beat people with different styles, right? If you struggle mm-hmm. with um, a leg rider, you're going to see a leg rider. If you struggle with someone who's got a good double leg, you're going to see a guy with a good double leg. If you struggle with someone who's really defensive, you're going to see that guy. So I feel like the NCAA, at the NCAA tournament, you have to be prepared to beat. We talked about this with uh, Sammy Alvarez yesterday. You have to be be a guy who's prepared to beat everyone with every different style. And I remember and my also win. is that the, the final thing, the, when's your dramatic finals? It should all be a, a culmination yeah. of a thing. It's like yeah. the, the culmination is like everyone – Going down the the round robin line and, and adding things up and like oh, okay this guy emerges it's like that's just not that would be that, terrible that would be horrible terrible so terrible. that's not what I want also another thing there's a lot of okay the these these other programs will get recognition but think think about it like this Lockhaven stock was never higher because they they punch guys through at the tournament right that yeah. means something you don't mm-hmm. it actually makes it easier to get that national recognition when. You just punch a shoop through. You get a Ronnie Perry in the finals. You have Chance Marstell yep. on your team. That brings about national. We stopped there on the final X road trip because they were doing so well, right? Um, mm-hmm. That is actually, in a way, more attainable than assembling a full top to bottom dual team. I would agree. But, yeah. a good point. How does that change <laughs> if it full purely becomes individual? Then they still have three All Americans and a national finalist. That's great. Yeah. I mean, so so, how, so does guys, that, how does that change our opinion of them? 
from if because there's a number attached to a team score afterwards. We Our, still go. We still we still look at the final bracket. No. So you remove the column for team score. You still go. Man, look at that. Lockhaven had a finalist and three All Americans. It's still the same thing. So we still acknowledge them. We still probably go to them on the final road trip. I, I think guys, I think I think the best, uh, the, you know, what we what we would all really love is actually that there is actually a dual national championship season and then and then uh, individual championship national championship because I think that would be uh, that would be the best course for both of our you know both of our arguments um, and you'd see some really cool things in dual season you guys see you would go, see some guys bumping around and moving weights that would create some fun matchups that we're not going to get to see in the other half of the season so. Uh, I feel like we beat that dead horse. I think I think I had a lot of fun. That was maybe good. Maybe we should move on. That was good. I'm sure we'll have other, other things. I'm sure we'll get a, 20 minutes down the line, and one of the three of us will have have a point to make. I don't know. That's that. That's like among the things I feel most passionately about. <laughs> yes. The I, only I thing about this all... argument that I feel passionately about is I don't want like some dual tournament to carry points over into the national tournament no, that's like, crazy has talk. been suggested that's crazy talk because that is the worst the worst okay i'm the glad worst. we can all agree on that yeah i do I, think oh that's terrible i do think one thing that could at least reward teams for having a better season is if qualifiers had some level of points attached to them compared to non-qualifiers right i mean i don't know that's not the way oh. that we score things hmm. now but you look at some of these teams that they punch six, seven, eight, nine guys through to the national tournament, and then maybe they have one All-American or no All-Americans. They don't get rewarded for that really at all compared to a team that maybe qualifies three, but they get two on the stand. I I don't know. It would be nice to see those teams rewarded in some way for guys having a good enough season to get to the tournament. But right now we don't have that. Yeah. I okay. dig it. All right. Uh, <laughs> why don't we – let's go Let's go to Rome. Huh? We need to talk about this. First of all, bad news, yeah. Ben. I don't know if you heard. Chimizo's oh. out. What? He's there. I didn't he's, hear that. He's literally there. And he said he yesterday to Mike, he's like, I'm wrestling. And then he's like, I'm not wrestling. He's like, if Dake wants yeah, to see man. me, he can make the Olympic team, and I'll see him there. Did he really say that? Basic, yeah. Yeah. No, he said if Dake, if Dake wants it, he can get it at the Olympics. That's some good trash talk. Ah, nice. Not really. Though. I mean, yeah, yes, you can it is. It absolutely <laughs> is good trash talk. Well, yeah. It, it's nice. It's nice when uh, one of them has to go through Jordan Burroughs. The other one just has to get the paperwork across that says he's Italian. It's a good promo except for the fact that uh, Dake should just be like, if you want it, come get it right now. I'm 12 feet away from you. You're registered <laughs> for the tournament, and you're in the city with the tournament, and you're, she oh, is... by the way, you're on a wrestling mat. <laughs> you're on the warm-up wrestling mat for the tournament like, let's right go. now. So you can't tough talk when you're there and you registered and you said you were coming and the day before you said you're fine you're gonna go. I don't uh, know. I'm in. A, I'm in. A, I'm in on the trash talk. Good job, Chimizo. If you did that, Ben, <laughs> you would. Ben, you would never do trash talk like that ever under those circumstances. Uh, maybe if I, you know, if I was like hurt and I couldn't wrestle, I think that's a great line. But yeah, I mean, it does take away the fact that he's just not competing. But it, it is a pretty funny line. He said, if Dave comes to the Olympics, we'll see it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Sidebar. So I gave the, the better trash talk than Frank did. I like the heel turn by Chimiso. What, him just, like, not wrestling Americans anymore? I just, yeah, because it frustrates Americans, which is great, because then it, like, builds him up more as this villain, and then and then yep. when our guy inevitably <laughs> beats him, it'll be even better. Yeah, I do like that. So I kind of like that. 
Yeah, he went from literally my favorite international wrestler. Now he annoys me. <laughs> you called him an international treasure. I know. That's what I called him. Frank Chimizo, international what? treasure. He is an international treasure. Why I know you, that. Why don't you like him? Why don't you I, like him? I don't like that he forfeits. I don't like that he goes to this thing. I don't know. I, he, I, mm. I guess maybe partially it's just a, a, a Burroughs thing. And I'm like, you are okay. not on his level. You beat him one time in the, the – in the match, he maybe got beat almost the worst he's ever been beaten by Jordan Burroughs. By some miracle, some situation, <laughs> he somehow had more points. It made no sense. But now um, you sound like Terry Brands. He 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 didn't he he didn't beat me on the scoreboard, or he only beat me on the scoreboard. Yeah, but he really was. This is not a, a, a Ali Raja Debir even situation. He's like I, there were just some horrible calls in there that ended up giving Shamizu the win. I I, well, I didn't gosh. like it. So, anyways. He's like four and one against him, or something crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe yeah. five if you count the forfeit. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm a, I think you count that. I'm a Jordan Burroughs fan, but they just gotta like Jordan Burroughs doesn't mean I can't like Frank Chimizo also. No, I know, I know I that. I, I can vote. Listen, he's awesome. I really like watching him wrestle. That's part of it too. I wanted to watch him wrestle. Now I can't. Um, you're, you're a Chimizo hater. Chimizo hater. <laughs> Spicy Chimizo. Okay, so fifty-seven. Um, well, 74 lost some luster, but 57 still got plenty of heat. Dayton, Gilman, Cologne for America. Michich, Kumar, Davidovi, and Yatsenko uh, internationally. Um, ben, why don't you give us your thoughts on, on this bracket? Who you see emerging taking it? Well, I I just looked at a Greco bracket from the Matteo Pelicone, and no matter be excited because it was, in fact, a round robin. So it was so small. <laughs> they, were doing, they did a round robin format. I bet the fans love that one. Oh, I don't. I hate it as a fan product. I'm just saying. Uh, I, I choose it as the the intellectual question. Anyway, sorry to hijack, but okay. Uh, I, yeah, I'll go. I'll go. Date and fix. I think that's who I picked last week. I'm going to stick with that. I'm interested to see how Cologne does down here. I think um, the weight cut will be interesting for him, um, and I think it's going to be nice to see Dayton against some of these other international guys. So I've been Dayton, thinking Dayton. Then I'm remembering oh. Final X. And, like, if Gilman just doesn't shoot in the last 10 seconds, it's yep. hard to imagine a scenario he doesn't win that match, right? But and he's I'm going like, to shoot in the last 10 seconds every time. You think so? He got, he can't, he, there's no other way he can do it. What, that he had to shoot? That's just, that's just what he does. It's just what he does, it's who he is. What do you mean? He's no, not, it's not. not. It's so not. That's not true. He's, he can, he can he wrestle does. a very conservative match. No. He's had bad tactics in the in the past for sure, but I would not say, oh, he's just a, a guy with bad <laughs> tactics always, and he would always shoot. I don't think that's true. I don't think the results uh, tur- will bear tur- that out. Turkey sandwich wrestler. Oh, my gosh. You are a Gilman hater. Wow. <laughs> All right. Dang. What's wrong with Gilman? Is it because he, <laughs> he slammed Alan Waters? Sandwich, but that, that was mean. He does have a world, med- or world silver medal, so he is definitely not a turkey sandwich. He is very, very, some very, very nice sandwich. But I am picking Dayton Pick. <laughs> Uh, do we? So you're picking who, you're picking fix over Meechich in the field, right? I, over 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 everybody. I think fix is gonna okay. win. Yeah, okay. just want to confirm. I'm really yep. excited to watch um, Ravi Kumar. Yep, this is a guy who he's beaten. He beat Meechich at Junior Worlds. He now has a Junior World medal, a U23 World medal, and a Senior World medal. Last year he beat uh, Hartunian, who won Euros. He beat uh, Takahashi who is a world champion, world bronze, avenging a loss. And he gave Guev probably his tough, toughest match. Um, and then he beat Atri for bronze. 
and and average like nine points a match. Like this Dang. guy is this guy is very much um, obviously he's not probably a star to American fans, but this is this is a guy who American fans should be watching. They're gonna love his pace, and he he has a long list of credentials now, and he's gonna be a major threat in uh, Tokyo. India keeps getting better, yes, better and better. Um, yeah, is he the biggest threat internationally? I mean, would you say bet he is he's better than Michich, right? Uh, I, yeah. I mean, he has. A, I mean, it was years ago. Um, but yeah, he has a win over Michich. Last time he beat Michich, Michich was Michich was uh, wrestling for America. <laughs> yes, that was a crazy match too. Mm. Yeah. So, man, I'll. Mm, part of me wants. To, I'm between three. I'm between Dayton, Michich, and Kumar. I think Gilman could beat Dayton, but I don't see Gilman running the gauntlet. Whereas I think Gil. Uh, whereas I don't think where I see Dayton having a better style for beating multiple guys I also like the idea that Dayton I don't know I wouldn't think this for more but I like that Dayton hasn't competed for the first time in like he would compete every month at like a major tournament it seemed like for years straight it's like man he's just had time just to focus on not cutting weight just wrestling just developing getting better for that reason I'm picking Dayton Fix to win do you know what I want to see tell me I would like to see Dayton because uh, as you mentioned, because I thought that same thing too, and I was writing my thing, and I said, man, you know what would be cool? If Dayton Fix, who has an excellent trap arm, an excellent regular gut wrench, if he was working with a goat on his leg lace for the past, what are we call it, four months? <laughs> yeah. How cool would that be? Well, my thing is this. He's just got to get on top more. Yeah. He's not on top enough. Mm-hmm. He's got to get on yeah. top. If he, if he's – Good point. He's a, uh, a consistent go-to leg attack away from being – uh, an Olympic champion favorite, maybe. Well, well, Nomad, the goat, the goat being John Smith, didn't only have a good leg lace. He had some really dynamic offense too. So maybe, maybe Dayton was hitting him. <laughs> tell up us that. more, Ben. <laughs> Fair point. Oh my goodness! Listen, I will. I'll tell you. You know, wrestling film didn't really exist back in the day. And when I finally got my ha- hands on some John Smith film, which was between my junior and senior year of college, oh my god, he was good. It was like holy hell. I can't believe watching this guy. Did you ever consider just because you've often said John Smith's your favorite wrestler? Did you ever consider just like yeah. walking on there? No, this like, was this when I was in college. I didn't. Oh, I never it was saw college. Film of until then. Oh, yeah, really? yeah, I didn't see film. I yeah, I, I didn't. Get, I didn't have any film. I so I got. I don't. Know, I somehow I came up upon a bunch of film, and uh, I got a bunch of film with John Smith. You know, in the late '80s, early '90s, and it was like, oh my god, he is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, his high crotch but, is probably the most underrated. Thing he had it was low yeah. singles so defined him but his high crotch he hit that as much if not more than his low single absolutely yeah, yeah. freaking freak good but you know you know when we were in college i think you're my age right so when we were in college yeah. you couldn't just like go onto youtube and watch john smith like that stuff Mm-mm. it just wasn't there no, unfortunately it was it was, a, it was well into it was really Back when I started watching Flow Wrestling was when that stuff started to slowly creep up. But even then, you still kind of had to go to Flow to find yeah. wrestling videos. Then it took off yeah. like, say probably 2009, 2010, it started to get a lot more people uploading their stuff mm-hmm. to YouTube. I thank them yeah. for it. <laughs> uh, Bracky Bray, thoughts on 57? I really like Kumar. He looks so good at Worlds. He's Trader. The one that- Trader David Bray. <laughs> I don't know. He's the one that I think. It's uh, Richard Emil's birthday tomorrow. <laughs> Damn it. Every day. I forget to cut my sound off and I get all these notifications only for birthdays. 
The other day it was Jim Zalesky's Richard Emmel's. We'll now see. That I know, now that I know it's Richard Emmel's birthday tomorrow, I better switch to an American. Yeah. You know. But no, I do. I think I think Ravi Kumar is the guy. Dang. Um, I think this is a Dayton Meechich final. Oh my gosh, I want that. Mm-hmm. And I'm oh. gonna pick Meechich. Ooh, that's Ooh. Two traders. Two traders. That I'm is, surrounded that's by traders. Well, do speaking oh of traders, should we talk about what Gilman said? Treason. Treason season. <laughs> it's treason season. Gilman uh. does not like. You think I don't like? Guys wrestling for other countries. Gilman takes it to a criminal level. He wants the highest courts in America involved with guys that just said, oh, well, I have dual citizenship. I don't even tell him about Sion. Uh, he'll have him court-martialed. He'll have him court-martialed. Yeah. So Gilman says he thinks the guys that wrestle for other countries living in America should be tried for treason. Um, I don't know where to go with that other than I disagree. I think it's very legal. And fine, and um, yeah, I won't take it to to that degree. We're not going to get in this this argument, but um, I I think that really illustrates why what you what you dislike will never become a just a complete uh, just wasting of American or not wasting, but just a, a complete drain of American talent to other countries. Because I do think there are too many uh, Americans who are really super prideful in it, and, and chief among them, Jordan Burroughs who I think also has a, a strong dislike for guys competing for other countries. And, you know, that's why he's our captain, because he's not only trying to build himself up as the greatest American wrestler of all time, but the team, too. So that's why I think while it will continue to happen and will happen more and more and more, I still don't think it will be uh, a super big drain on our talent. Ben Askren. Oh, I, I'm, I, I, I agree. No, I'm a fan of these guys going to wrestle from other places. They can only be one starter for America. No, I would not like that to be our best guy, and I'm, I'm happy that they stick around, but I don't have a problem with Stevan Michik or, Ma, let's see, Miles Amin or who else? Who else who's wrestling somewhere else? I cannot wait, man. I, Nick, I Nick Soriano. Nick Soriano can go somewhere else if he wants to. I'm cool with that. <laughs> Quit cool. trying to trade well. Nick Soriano. Yeah, to Italy. yeah, he's an American. Nick Soriano is going to wrestle for Italy with Chimizo. Oh, We're going to no. do a show. It's horrible. Real, real wrestlers of Italy. Okay. Yeah. Remember uh, when there was that rumor that Pico was going to wrestle for Mexico? Whatever happened to that? I think that was like legit, but then now I, I was happening. in on that. I'm, I'm in on that. So it's not happening. I don't think so. Didn't he just get a oh, fight okay. announced soon? Yeah, I think he's just going to be a fighter. He did. I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hang on. What do you think about Pico's uh, career path, Ben? Uh, I really like the guy. It's it's unfortunate. You know, now he's been knocked out three times. That's a a scary path to uh, head down as a young 23-year-old man. Do do you think he should have stayed in wrestling a little bit longer? Uh, No. If he wanted to fight, he wanted to go fight, right? He made a decision, and... um, He's a damn good fighter. He just he kind of forgot about his defense a couple times. If he would have remembered about his defense, oh, he, you know, he hits so incredibly hard. Uh, it's really impressive. Yeah. All right. So, but I think I think you can go back to wrestling. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, we forget the guy was undefeated against Zane. Yeah. Crazy as that sounds. He He's is like six or seven and zero. Oh He's fighting like January twenty fifth. January twenty fifth. Next week. Bellator two thirty eight. Who's he fighting against? I don't remember this. He is fighting Daniel Carey. What do we know about him? Do you know anything about him? I don't know. I'll, I'll Google him real quick. He needs to win. Uh, I'll get. 
I'll give you guys an update. You guys keep talking about the Mateo Pelicone, and I'll give you an update. All right. So 65, J.O. Zane McKenna, Bajrang, Esampur, Shuptar, Ogan oh Essian, and Killixanian. Crazy weight. I feel like everyone's going to pick J.O., but I don't know if I can do Bajrang, it. I'll go to Nomad first, our, our, uh, our international correspondent. Oh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm hook, line, sinker, J.O. Yeah. Um, the the thing that I keep going back to is whatever, um, like, whatever potential that people saw in Jordan before, he never actually, like, showed to this level. It was like, man, if he could put it all mm-hmm. together, if he has his cardio, if he has his high rate of leg attacks, he hasn't done that before. Mm-hmm. He has won matches, but he has not blown the doors off people and said, no, no, I'm not taking any breaks. I'm, I'm competing once a month or, you know, every six weeks, and I'm going to continue to beat the crap out of people. And when you go back, watch that J.O. Bajrang match last year, he was not the same guy after two minutes. And I don't think that's going to be a thing this year. I think his cardio, I think he's going to beat Zane, I think he's going to beat Bajrang, any of these guys that go up in his way. And right now, I think it's J.O.'s spot to lose in America. Hmm. We were we had an argument yesterday. J.D. Raider was working on, like, the top ten potential matches for Mateo Pelicone. And we were arguing between what's going to be a better potential match, J.O. Bajrang, Zane Bajrang, or J.O. Zane. It just feels like there's so much good action that could happen here. For me, I'm, I'm with Nomad. I want to see J.O. Bajrang. I think it's a very different match this time. And I just... I, can't wait to see what that looks like. And I'm also really excited that SM Poor is in this field. He was a world bronze medalist this year at, or 2019 at 61 kilos, and he's up. Um, I think he's going to be a big factor here, too. He could give J.O. problems. Yeah. Uh, I, I yeah. think I think there's a little mm, – I think we could be falling into a trap a little bit. <laughs> one. One. Hey, thank you for warning us, Christian. Yeah, I don't want you to step I, – I care about all you guys <laughs> deeply and don't want to see you jump into it, but – you know, the idea that J.O. suddenly has this uh, full gas tank is maybe true, but certainly wasn't revealed in any way at, at Fort Worth and not necessarily yeah. revealed at, at uh, Farrell either because say what you want, he beat Molinero, but he got his points in the first period and then it was a little bit tougher. And he, he got some takedowns in the second as well. But I think there was a general fading of Jordan from what he was in the beginning of the match to the end. And against someone better than Frank Molinero, that could be really different. Someone like Zane Rutherford, someone like Bajrang, right? So for that reason, I'm not I'm not as uh, gung-ho just seeing him beat up Nick Lee and Joy McKenna thinking, all right, new, different J.O. I don't know if he if that's a sustainable pace, and I think some of his feral matches actually revealed that as well. Yeah, I, I'm going to go... Uh... I'm going to go Oliver, but I, I am weary of the trap also, Christian. So yeah. I'm stepping on it with very light feet so I don't fall all the way <laughs> yes, in. Yes, be very ginger. <laughs> you're, on, you're on a frozen lake in uh, Manitoba yes. County, and you have to be careful. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Good stuff. It's, 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 so first of all, let's, it's, man, it's, man, it's Manitowoc, not Manitowoc. <laughs> I don't speak the native Avery tongue. I'm working on it. Manitowoc, Manitowoc County. Uh, Got it. All right, I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick Jo. Um, I love Bajrang. I think that's still an interesting match. I would love to see Zane Bajrang to see how that plays out too. Jeez. So ideally for me, I go Zane Bajrang semi, and then the winner of Zane Bajrang Jo in the finals. That's what I would like to see. 
I don't know if we'll get it or not. Yeah. All right, go, Kyle. I'm scared. Uh, I still don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to take J.O. Bodring final. Mm, I'll, I'll fall in the trap, J.O. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We, got, we have potential at three He deck. looks so good. He looks so good. May I be granted a moment to give you just one extra second to think? Yes. Uh-oh. Just I, I want I want to lay out motion granted. I want to lay out this guy. If 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 an American loses to this guy, if even you know Jo's name, uh, McKenna, any of them, this is uh, this is the dark horse for the tournament. Goro Ganesian of Ukraine. Who? I think Goro Ganesian of Ukraine. Um, go back check his Euro games results. Check his Euro that results. That is. Th- th- I just want to warn people ahead of time. I never heard of him. If they lose, this guy's legit. This is one of those. If they're what I want to do is there to be like betting lines for this weight class, and me somehow have the ability to take the field against whoever <laughs> they think the favorite is, whether it's Bodrang, whether it's Zane, whether it's Jail. I want the field because I just think it's just uh, Landmine City. Let's go to David Bray, and then I will ha- be forced to make my pick after that. I mean, I think I would almost always take the field at sixty-five kilos. Just it's always such a deep field. That's a good point. Um, yeah, I I put my uh, stamp on Jay already, and I think he I think he's gonna win this thing. I think uh, Jo Bodring match looks different this time. I know we didn't see Jo demonstrate like relentless pace, but I just think tactically he's scoring enough points early, and his gas tank though he's not like pouring it on at the end, he looked still solid enough at the end of matches at the Bill Farrell. I just think his weight is in a way better situation. I think his discipline is different. When I see what he's saying on social media, I hear him talking in terms of we and this plan that he and his coaching staff are developing together. I think that matters. Um, so I think J.O. is going to take this. I, I think for me, SM Poor, he's not a sleeper, obviously. He's really accomplished, but he's the guy that I that I do think we're overlooking a little bit as well. And Nomad, you know, just pointing out his his results. He was junior world champ 2012, uh, university games silver in 2013, fifth in the world in non-Olympic games in 61, which, by the way, was a very deep bracket. That was the one Logan Stieber won, mm-hmm. where Logan Stieber won, like, every match in the tournament in the last second, mm-hmm. including his match with SM Poor. Um, and then he was 61 kilo bronze. So SM Poor is kind of the sleeper for me that I wouldn't see. I wouldn't be surprised to see him make big noise or even win it, but – I'm picking J.O. I'm going to go with Bajrang to win it. I think he's a proven guy who's navigated really tough fields consistently. Mm-hmm. I think he has a style which I, I'll i be honest, he's not – I tend to underrate Bajrang because <laughs> I watch him and I'm like, I just the skill doesn't jump off the, the page to me. And to just say, oh, he'll win on pace, he'll win on pace. But I th- think there's more skill there than maybe I'm, I've ever given him credit for. Uh I do think I don't like the matchup with him and Zane all that much. I really think that's a tough matchup for Bajrang. But I think he's he's so consistently proven. I think Zane Zane can be right there in a match with him. I think obviously Jo has been in matches with him, but I'm not falling in the trap. I think there's a good there's a good chance Jo does win it, but I'm sticking with Bajrang. I think he's far more proven. Ooh. Treason. Treason <laughs> treason season. Uh okay. 74, jeez, what do we say? Dake's going to win this, huh? I mean, I'm excited to see some of these other guys. I mean, James Green is maybe the most now the most interesting thing, a Green-Dake matchup. I'm excited for yeah. if that can happen. Uh, Demirtas, Gomez, uh, Kuramaga, Madoff, Massa, Imami. Are we interested in Franklin Gomez-Dake since 
Gomez has given Burroughs problems. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. I mean, I want to see. Yeah. I want to see Green versus Gomez. I want to see. For sure. I, I want to see Gomez versus all these guys. I think. I think he's definitely really tough. He's hard to score. I think that the date Gomez match will probably be really low scoring bout. I mean, if mm-hmm. you look at how yeah. Gomez can approach matches, uh, then again, Dake just sometimes decides I'm going to shoot and attack right away, <laughs> and he can score. His leg attacks are so good. Uh, but I have Dake winning this. And I think Green's going to have a really nice showing. I think he's been among the more underrated guys in America for the last couple of years because he's been in the shadow behind some giants like his teammate Jordan Burroughs and Kyle Snyder, David Taylor, et cetera. So I think he does well, but Dake wins this. I agree. Dake wins it. I, I'm very disappointed uh, that there is no Chimizo, although I will not uh, dis- I will not leave my fandom of Frank Chimizo be- just because he didn't show up at one tournament. And I do like the trash talk. He did show up. He did. Show up. <laughs> Sounds like he showed up. This is well, the second tournament he, he showed up. He doesn't live he in Rome. All the way show up. No, he showed up. Like how, do you, he how do you know? You know where he lives? Where does he live? He lives in New York City. Nah, that's only part time. Where does he live the rest of the time? I don't. He's in New York. I think the majority of his existence. Really? For real? Yeah. Yeah. Let's get him on. Let's get him on Team America so he can stop wrestling for Italy. No, I don't want that? him going against Burroughs. I want to. Well, he'd be on. He'd be on our bench. He'd be the backup, and then we'd have someone to wrestle. And wouldn't have to navigate navigate the field. Sounds like a great idea. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure he'd be all about it. <laughs> double defection. Yeah, double defector. Okay. Uh, double defector. Go ahead. Um, if I'm power ranking, I would say uh, Dake pretty clear number one. Uh, Demir Tash number two. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, like, if the, if the bracket falls in a perfect seating situation, uh, Green and Franklin Gomez as your bronze medalists. Um, and I I was really impressed with the way Green looked at the Alans. Um, and so I would not be surprised to see him beat Demirtas. It's just Soner has been at this weight for ever, and you know this is only Green's second competition up. So um, I'm just gonna I'm, I'm gonna say. Dake over Demirtas in the finals uh, with Green and Gomez as your bronze. However, I kind of hope it doesn't fall like that because that means we're only going to get like two good matches as opposed to you know four, five, or six. One other thing, going back sixty-five. Just thinking about Jo. If he wins this, I will completely change it, change my <laughs> tune and my view. This is to me that this is the test to when I can say completely different dude. Mm-hmm. So if he does no it, more if trap, he, if he clears this, or there are no more traps. He's the guy. He's the Massive favorite to make the team, and he can win an uh, Olympic gold medal. So this is the this is the final one. Because I was just thinking, I was like, man, J.O. might like yell at me because he listens to FRL and like he'll be like, hey, good pick, and then he'll get mad at someone for not picking against him or for picking against him. So I'm like, I'm just thinking about that. I'm like, you know what? Clear this hurdle. I'm all in. But this is this is quite a hurdle to clear. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Eighty six. Um. I, this is the one I really need. This is for, for personal reasons. I need this Amin Daringer match to happen because Ben Askren <laughs> just thinks this is just not even a question that Wisconsin native Alex Daringer will clearly dominate this match despite the fact that, that international true. results would not necessarily align with this being a blown out. That's what uh, the funky one believes, which is great. I'm, and, on, I'm on the world's brackets right now. I'm, I'm going to look. I, I know that uh, Amin did have a good world championships last year. He beat Shabanah. Uh, he beat Tori Blanca from Cuba. Um, but that being said, he did get 11-0 by Yazdani Chirati, and then I believe 
he did not have a competitive match in the WrestleMania. Is that right? He's the leading 6-0. exporter of 11-0 Tech Falls in in the United. That guy most I'm going, just about I'm going Deeringer. I'm going Deeringer. Hey. I'm, I'm a true American. I'm a patriot. <laughs> I'm going Alex Deeringer. You're uh, true Wisconsin you know, Deer, native. Deeringer actually, you know, Port Washington is on Lake Michigan, north of Milwaukee, moving up there a little bit, and you know, it's getting kind of close to Manitowoc County. Wow. Dang. That could be. Did y'all? <laughs> he might have. He might have some relatives up there. Yeah. yeah, he could have that Avery strength, which is, you know, certainly underrated. I, man, I think is man. Where do we think Zahid fits in this? Because he won the bracket that Daringer was in. He lost to Miles Martin, right? So yeah. maybe he's he's the guy. I think PD three is interesting, but man, I. Is it Punya? Is it Amin? Is it Zahid? I don't know. I have a hard time picking Daringer to win this weight after seeing what I saw at, at Nationals, right? I think probably coming into yeah. this, had I not seen Senior Nationals, I would probably have picked Daringer to win this weight. Now I'm not so sure. Now I'm between those three. So I'll defer to Kyle Bracky while oh, I great. again deliberate. <laughs> uh, yeah, wait, why does, why does Christian get to stall every time? We should go in a real order, like, <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, one, two, three, four, five, one, two, three, four, no five. No one's ever said anything about it until now. <laughs> uh, That's stalling. Kick I'm, him out. Kick him out. Out of the match. He's I gotta, gone. I get a caution okay. first. No, you're DQ'd. Uh, <laughs> I'll take Zahid. I love it. I'll say it. I love it. Will I? Can I mend fences with the Cliff Keen Wrestling Club if I pick Miles Amin? They don't like you? Why don't they like you? Well, you know, I don't think that they don't like me, but they might not like me. It's, it's never been I don't said. Know, what'd you do? Well, I just, you know, I kind of waged war on their entire existence that I don't really like that they train oh. in America and wrestle for. It was kind of a last year oh. thing. They have a reasonable beef. They could have reasonable yeah. beef if they do. I, don't I, think, I it's think it's a great idea. I think it's brilliant. They got like five guys just in the world championships. Yeah, Genius. I've never, I've never said it's not a good tactic to get guys on teams and in the Olympics. I just don't. I would prefer Miles Amin to wrestle for America. Um, I'll take Zahid. I'm going to take Zahid. Uh, I think he beats Amin. I don't see an international landmine outside of Daringer or a, a landmine there for Zahid outside of Daringer, who I think is not wrestling at his absolute best right now. So I'll take Zahid. I think you are underrating the quote unquote international landmines. Um, Deepak, Amin, Erden. Uh, Kurbanov, I think the, these are all like really good benchmark wins for any of our guys, Deeringer, Downey, or Zahid. Uh, that being said, I think Zahid is the best guy in the bracket. I have Zahid over Amin, um, if I'm power ranking, with uh, Deeringer and Erden as my three, which of course means that Deepak is going to win because he's all oh, supremely frustrating. So we just continue <laughs> to be like, nah, Deepak's not nah, Deepak. But he's freaking, he's got like four world medals. Not a lot of ages. Well, I'm, I'm going to go Deering over Deepak if I didn't make that clear who was in the finals. Okay. David Bray. I don't know. Deepak to me is one of those guys that was a world finalist who, especially this point in the season, I wouldn't be surprised really to see any of the Americans beat him. Um, so I, I'm not, I don't know, for whatever reason, I'm not super worried about him. Uh, I think Amin makes the finals opposite Daringer, and I think Daringer gets it done. I oh, think man. Daringer beats Amin in the finals. Oh, yeah. Manitowoc, Manitowoc stand up. All right, 97. <laughs> Snyder, Nichols, <laughs> Zilmer for Team USA. 
Uh, Mohamed Dien, excuse me, Hustin, Andritsev, Olenek, Conedo, Bullock Basie, and that's about it for 97. Now, Ma- I'm- am I saying this guy? Ma- how do you say Mohamedian? Mohamedian. Mohamedian. Thank you. Is that the one that beat Snyder? No, that was uh, Tahan. I don't know. I can't think. I thought that there was, was Tahan. That was Tahan. I thought there was another Iranian that beat Kyle in addition to Tahan. Oh uh, yeah, it was. It was. Uh, um. Uh, what was that guy's name? Only one I can remember. I think he's right. I can't remember the name though. It is my. Oh name. man, the, the, there was a there was one there was a World Cup match that was really stupid where and it might be a clubs cup where like Snyder kind of relaxed on the edge or thought they were out of bounds and like his foot yeah. got caught and like it was just a it was just like a goofy situation that he uh, ended uh, up. Who was that guy? Man, I'm telling you, I'm I'm blanking on this name, but I think you're right. How do we here, not know I, all of Kyle yeah. Snyder's career losses? There's well, only well, been like. Why, six. How about this? <laughs> why is there not a database where you can go search all the freaking results for international wrestling? Well, there sort of is, but it's not like. Nah, it's not very good. It's not all very right. Good. Well, you know what? It's pretty terrible. You're, how many? You have so many side projects. Why don't you pick this project up, Ben? <laughs> <laughs> Data entry. I need a computer. I need a computer programmer. Yeah, I mean, well, if I if I had a smart computer program, they would just go through all these brackets and pick out results somehow. I'm sure you I could know. do that. It would be great. Damn it! Uh, all right, so we don't know if that's the one that beat Snyder. Someone knows. Is fit anyone in Facebook screaming Kyle oh. Bracky? Nope. Crap. Yeah, so, someone on Facebook know. tell us. They don't know. They Dude, want they want duels know. to decide the NCAA tournament. They don't know. They don't know Mahan. Smart crowd. Smart crowd. <laughs> uh, I, I think. Hey guys, now now that you meet, well, you meet, though the date is out. I think Snyder and Nichols, the the one match that in, in his whole tournament, the one match if it happens that I would be most excited for. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm pumped. I'm gonna shoot my shot here. Little Uh-oh. little teaser for a Tuesday headline: Nickel over Snyder. Boom! What? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> did he just do that? <laughs> he did. Are we recording? <laughs> He well, did that. The, the did thing that. I'm not going to do, here's what I'm not going to do. First of all, Tuesday headlines are go big or go home situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Item one. Number two, I'm not going to pick Kyle to win here and then for my Tuesday headline go, okay, my Tuesday headline is this. I'm really doing it. And also, I don't think it's that audacious. I think you look at what okay. Bo Nickel has done internationally. U23 champion. I know that's nothing on the world and Olympic titles that Kyle has won and the guys he's beaten. I acknowledge all these things. All these things. Openly acknowledge. <laughs> but I think it's a lot closer than people realize. And um, go big or go home situation. So there I said it. All right. Uh, I'm going I'm going Snyder. I don't know. I don't listen. I'll, I'll admit I don't know a bunch of these international guys are not super familiar with them. I think Snyder's going to win. I don't know who's going to challenge him the most. Hopefully, uh, Nomad can fill that in for us. Yeah. Uh, so I said on the, I believe I said on the previous show that this is basically, if I were to compare it to folks, I was like CKLV field where like if you win here, it's pretty obvious you're uh, in the mix for contention. Uh, real quick, running through some important guys. Houston, Olenek, Mohamedian, Kenyatta Ruano, who is another Cuban who wrestles for Italy, who uh, won a bronze medal. Uh, Bolk Batsi, Andrietsev, Micheledze. So a, a very, very, very good grouping of international talent, the kind of guys that you're going to have to beat to you know, make a medal match at the Olympics or make the semis and finals. Um, Kyle Snyder is one of the greatest American wrestlers of all time. 
Bo Nickel's incredible, but uh, I think uh, CP is wrong, and Snyder will win. And, I mean, we can go Snyder over Nickel in the finals just because it's better. But there's a, a very, very, very good bit of international talent here. Um, so fans, if Bo Nickel does really well here, which he should, know he's legit. The, I was just thinking, this is maybe the first time in my life I've ever predicted Kyle Snyder to lose a match. It's been a while. I, I've been, like, only picking him to win since I, – I, okay, probably the 15 U.S. Open I did not pick him to win. Uh, and that's when he beat Varner. That's when everyone, like – I mean, he had lost NCAAs before then. So mm-hmm. probably then would be the last time I didn't pick him to win a match. What about what about him versus Gwiz? Who would you pick in that one? Uh, Snyder. You pick Snyder? Okay. Yeah. 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 At that point, I mean, geez. He was he was on fire. He'd won mm-hmm. everything. So, yeah. I think, it, I think it will be closer than probably the general wrestling fan thinks Kyle Snyder, Bo Nickel will be, but I'm taking Kyle Snyder. Because I think a lot of people, at least with our reaction to what we've posted on social media, like they think this is like a next topic thing. Just Kyle. Yeah. I can, I, can, I can understand why someone would think that, too. I don't think that's crazy. But I just... Yeah. And I don't think it's a disrespect of Nickel. I think it's just, like, Kyle Snyder is that good. Yeah. Like, there's, you mm-hmm. should put a lot of respect on Kyle Snyder's name. So I'm on his Wikipedia, and I'm looking at his losses. Uh-oh. I don't know if it's, these are fully updated, but this has a lot of his losses. So he lost to Gajimov, Odakadze, Albarov, um, Albarov again... Sajalayev, Magomedov, and then Sharifov. There's some losses missing in there, though. Yeah, for sure. there's one. I, I, I can't remember who the Iranian is that you're thinking of. I, I can see the match in my head, but I can't remember the name. He's kind of a little skinnier, a little taller, right? That's the guy? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. So, anyway, uh, that's that. All right, who else Who else needs to get their, their Snyder nickel on? I mean, I think – Nickel, I think people perceive Nickel as a novice in the international level. I think his U23 world gold medal is a legit result. Um, I think we should consider him one of the favorites of this field. But like Nomad said, I really like this field. Hushton and Driatsev, those two guys are fun. That match they had at Worlds was pretty wild. Hushton like came way out in front, and then Andriatsev came back and won. Um, watch that one. It's in the World Championships uh, first or second round. Um, but I think it's Snyder and Nickel in the finals. Hopefully they're on opposite sides. Hopefully that's the finals. I think Snyder wins, I don't know, two takedowns to maybe a step out or something, four to one. Yeah, I could see that. Okay. Any any final thoughts, Ben, on 97? I, I'm really getting annoyed that I cannot remember the name of this Iranian guy. I am too. It's really it's bothering driving, me. It's, dri- it's driving me insane. I'm searching all over the internet And for social it. media is silent. Wow. They don't know. Jeez, you guys are letting us down. No help. All right, 125, Nelson, the only American, and Makov is the guy I'm interested in for Russia if he does it. Desi, Ligeti, uh, Zare. But I think if Makov is like 80% Makov, I think he probably wins this. So I'll pick him. Um, uh, yeah, I'll, yeah. Go, I'll go Makov also. And I'll, and I'll also defer on some of these other guys to Nomad because I think uh, – He's got a better handle on them. Yeah. Uh, Zari is and has been pretty phenomenal for the last few years. Uh, it uh, it should probably be 
Makov versus Zare in the finals with uh, Kotsiunivsky, who was bronze at uh, World Championships, and Tony Nelson as your bronze medalists. Uh, though Mardesi and Daniel Leggetti are uh, that should be that could be like the the bronze medal opponents from power ranking. Okay. Love watching hey, He's else? giant. This is uh this is random, but YouTube chiming in with a comment that I think is pretty funny. Uh when can we change Chimizo's profession from wrestler to Instagram influencer? <laughs> <That's coming. laughs> it could that happen. UWW wrestler of the year. Could happen. Alright, anything else on, on heavyweight before we move on to questions? Hey, Let's do questions. Did you see Gas and Gary got put on scholarship? Gaston Gary got, yeah. got he got some gas money that. yeah wow yeah that's great it was really cool um you see this a lot of football programs they put out like scholarship videos when they announce it um they had a cool video um the Decaters got money dang crazy they were on money Jordan walking on they were not on money in the in the video Jaggers talks about like hey like we told them don't have money for you right now they're like we don't care we want to be Buckeyes. Wow, that's crazy. And then uh, also in the video, you learn that uh, Gary also works part-time. At where? Where? I don't know. He just said he works part-time and goes to school and is this phenomenon. He works at the Sheets. Yeah, you know where he works. (laughs) I know where he works. (laughs) He's pumping. Hey, um, maybe that's – is that Kirk Fleet's money? Getting distributed now? Probably. That's probably what it is. It probably is. Maybe a little Maddox money. Yeah, yeah, Maddox is gone. All right, so you got a little extra coin. Well, good for those guys. Congratulations. You don't really see that much in – I mean, it happens all the time, I'm sure, but it's never really – They don't really put publicized. it out there on social media, and you got to hear, like, Jaggers, like, explain why they're going on and everything. It's cool. Yeah. More teams should do that. Awesome stuff. All right, let's get to some questions. Uh, you guys are good. Um, <laughs> all right. I've been wondering this for a while. I've been wanting to talk about this. How would Austin DeSanto do in freestyle? That's the question from my name of Jeff. I think, Ben, you help me out here. I think Austin would be really good at freestyle. I think he's got, I think. Does he know it exists is part of the question. Does he know it exists? (laughs) Yeah, maybe I should have read the whole question. All right, I will for Jeff. Uh, oh how would Austin God. DeSanto do in freestyle? I imagine pretty good with all his four-point fireman dumps and push-outs. Why hasn't he wrestled freestyle? Does he know it exists? What weight do you think he would go? Please, just any discussion of DeSanto in freestyle would suffice. Because he could kind of go like the Suriano route, where like Suriano just wrestles on his feet, and he's kind of he's really hard to take down, and he takes you down. And But maybe he has more offense, and his like, pressure. I don't know. How do you see him as a freestyle prospect, yeah. man? Yeah. I, I think he's fant- I think he'd be fantastic. I think uh, his takedowns are good. His pressure's good. That that would help out. Um, I think he'd have the potential to gas people out <laughs> for sure, and with the edge <laughs> rules because there people go out of bounds uh, against him probably more than almost anybody in the country. Yes. I think he's probably the leader, leading pusher outer of, of the NCAA. Uh, so I I think he'd do fantastic. I don't know what he's waiting on. Um, I don't think he can make fifty seven. So I guess he's gonna have to bump all up to sixty five. Yeah, or wait for the non-Olympic. I think it would be great for yeah. you know the non-Olympic years. You know, him and Spencer trying to make teams at fifty-seven and sixty-five, respect uh, respectively. I, I think he'd do really good, but 
Ben, I have to ask you this question. Is wrestling wrestling? What's that? Because that's what they always say. <clears throat> Wrestling's wrestling. Well, I mean, where I would say, I think smart people figure it out. I mean, does is Austin say to have a great uh, gut wrench on advice now? No. Is he maybe a little vulnerable to getting dumped off some shot, shots? Sure. Um, if he if he puts uh, have some thought into it, is he going to figure it out? I'm, yeah, I'm sure he's going to figure it out. He's, he's figured out folk style wrestling pretty damn well. So I would say he's going to figure out freestyle wrestling also. But and I, when he gasses people out, just oh, imagine. Just imagine like – Is he going to cause an international yeah. crisis? If he's up at 65 oh, yeah. kilos and he has like oh, a Musakayev yeah. match, Yo. he will be uh-huh. in Musakayev's so face. Awesome. And oh, just imagine. <laughs> I can just, I can just <laughs> picture – I don't at Super Thirty Two one year he wrestled Jacory Teamer and he beat Jacory and at the end of the match Jacory was just like laying on his back and wouldn't get back to the middle to like shake his hand and DeSanto starts clapping his hands at him like Dude. Come on, come on. Like I can just see him doing that to some international guy oh, that yeah. will not come back to the middle. Yeah, we need him in the World Cup. He would he would like yeah. go out and grab the cold spray from the trainer and just start spraying it on the guy until he would come back to the middle. Yeah, who would give them medical attention? <laughs> drawing drawing wow. the out-of-bounds line. Yeah. The guy gets a step out. Our Cole Baumgartner, who wins in a duel, Ben Askren? The 06-07 Tigers or 14-15 Tigers? Oh, 06-07. We, we had too much momentum. Too much we were, momentum. We were, rolling, ev- we were <laughs> rolling everyone up. We were pinning, we were pinning everyone in their mama. Give the, give the rundown of that lineup because it was really, really good team. Well, um, let's see. Twenty-five. John Johnny Olonowski. Uh, one thirty-three. Tyler McCormick. One forty-one. Ashton Primus. Uh, one forty-nine was Andrew Josh Wagner. One fifty-seven. Michael Chandler. Um, get scary. Matt Pe- Matt Pell. Nick Marable is the backup to Matt Pell. Uh, he could make the lineup. Matt Pell. Me. Raymond Jordan. Max Askren. Mark Ellis. That back half is filthy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. Yeah, so, I agree. I think we, y'all piece them up pretty we, good. Yeah, we although, had a lot of fun that year. Although they were good down low, it could have been. Uh, they were good, yeah, because they had they had Allen uh, at twenty five. Levon was there somewhere. Uh, they had yep. Howdeshell that Drake, year. Drake was there. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. Man. So I think they probably would have beat us down low, and then we would have came back. We would have pinned a few people up high and got more bonus than they did. You know, J- J- Jaden versus Max would probably be the what, marquee match of the. Oh Dolby, my right? gosh! <laughs> I didn't think about that. That'd be, that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, be that'd be crazy. Okay, that's a good question. Um, all right. Rank the gas tanks on Flow Wrestling Team. If it's the long hard week at South Point, who's able to bring it home strong, get the save, and make, oh. make Gary proud? What are we doing, like? Mark Bader. Mark Bader. Mark Bader has a tank. Yeah. Oh, he I, does. I, I Mark think it's Bader good. has a gas tank. He has yes. a legitimate, like, athletic gas tank in addition to, like, a work ability gas tank. So I think we have to – it's Bader till proven otherwise. Because mm-hmm. he, well, he doesn't no man, need that not, much no sleep man, either. No, man's not, no one's even challenging that. Bader's that legendary. I mean, I think if the contest goes to the craps table, you got to throw Sion in the mix. That guy, he'll just – 
He'll go. He'll See go full sweatpants at the craps table and just like recklessly. Sion walks with his press credential on <laughs> and stands at the craps table. It's really funny. He goes straight there. He not even gonna drop his stuff off at the room. Not gonna throw on a fresh shirt. He's like the the ten minutes it takes me to get to the room or ten minutes I could be making ten thousand dollars. That's the Sion Williams mentality. Or losing uh, in Sion's case more often than not. Yeah, losing in the case of most people. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, pretty good oh, guy. Uh, as far as athletic gas tanks, I would have to go with it. Um, yeah, there's some uh, there's some guys with lower gas tanks, but we won't go. JD Raider, we'll see. You know what? He is young and in really good shape for like you know 22, 23 year old guy. So, you know, but he still got a long way to go before he enters that conversation. I'd say the, the mm-hmm. test is NCAA's. Yeah, um, NCAA's is the absolute most difficult thing to cover by far. It's not like it's the longest oh, day, yeah. it's for sure. Not like Fargo. Like Fargo's difficult because it just just sucks. Hmm. Uh, it just absolutely sucks. It doesn't stop. NCAA yeah, like is just days. you are on ten for four straight days. Yeah, it's fun though. It's the best. Any chance we see a number one bump up against another another number one? Feels like Deacon missed a chance against Chenzo. You don't see it enough. I mean, when's I mean we had Chris Meredith. And before Sebastian then, Mitchell last year. That so happened. There's a Askren Kish. He was number two. Herbert was number one. Oh dang it! There is a opportunity for it this weekend with a wrestler who has done it before. Seth Gross. Seth Gross. Luke Pletcher. Ooh, uh, they're not gonna do that. That's not. They don't go for the duel. Yeah, they they want Moran. Moran Moran's number four. Yeah, I know. I was just saying that's yeah. You need a bad forty-one to to make that an option. You can't can't. Yeah. I said my piece, Chris. Not let lop. <laughs> Maybe they just do a round robin. Maybe. There you go. If, <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you oh god, if you did the dual season, you would see this happen a lot more often. I would love it. I would. Yeah, it would be. It's awesome. tough. Well, and another thing that's crazy. Another thing that messes it up big time is that they basically have to make scratch weight. Mm-hmm. It's so yeah. silly. It's nonsense because you know how big these guys get in the not yeah. week before the duel. If you have a Friday, Sunday, those guys are getting well outside the yeah. percentage of what they're allowed to cut. and Everyone knows it and it happens, but just because yeah. it's not documented on the weight sheet, we have we have good weight cutting rules. No, we don't. I mean, they're not actually accomplishing what they're supposed to uh, accomplished. So Agreed. for that reason, they should be able to bump up. Seth Gross should be able to weigh in at 138 or whatever for 141 and then make 33 the next day because he probably did anyways. They probably all do. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It, it's it's a silly rule. I don't like uh, some of the NCAA, and I don't know how you do it the perfect way for the weight certification stuff, but I know that it's just like it, you see these guys, you know what they're doing in the in the weeks leading up and do you think that's necessarily I mean, I, I, a really think, bad thing? No, I think a really easy way to do this, Christian, would be, you know, you have to have, if you have X amount of weigh-ins at the lower weight, you can have maybe one that you can wash off the board where you can, you know, for a bump-up type situation, right? You bump up one time, you can get rid of one weigh-in or two weigh-ins, and then that doesn't even count towards your um, certification stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That'd be fine. So a, yeah, couple, so you, a couple opportunities where it's not punitive. Yeah. Yeah, that would be awesome. Like that. Between that and the sauna rules, I get I get fired up about the weight. Oh, the sauna rules—they're the dumbest. Yeah. What? Do you like the sauna? I love the sauna. 
Do you have one yeah, at your house? Love it. I have. I we have a steam room in our shower, so there's a little steam port, and it comes out and steams. You know, the shower's not very big, obviously, right? So it steams it up really fast. It's know. fantastic. I, I assume a baller like you has a has a giant shower. <laughs> you just have Priuses <laughs> lying around. Who's to say what your bathroom's like, Ben? The value of my Prius is probably three hundred dollars or somewhere around there. <laughs> you know what? You could probably you could probably get be like put Ben Askren's Prius on eBay. It'd probably do pretty well. Well, I got more stickers than Nomad's computers on my Prius. That's right. I've seen it. I've seen it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, locked hands. This is not a question, but he says his Tuesday headlines. That oh, we need to do Tuesday headlines. Yeah, I'm the was, only one that did yeah, one. Yeah, we need to do that. I'm so excited. All right, I'm gonna go straight to the excited Ben Askren. Ben, give us your Tuesday headline. Okay. Well, I'm worried that you guys are gonna disqualify my first. I'm gonna go my first one, <laughs> but I think you're gonna throw it out, and I have a second one right too. Thor beats Gas Tank Gary in a thriller. Badgers beat number three Ohio State. Is that good? Can I do that? I'll, I like that because I like that you put the you team put, component in. Yeah. yeah, the team component. Okay. It would be it right, would be so. more more uh, bold if you had like some like if there was some bold fashion in which uh, Thor beat Gas Tank Gary, like he like he ripped off uh, um, Go ahead. <laughs> rips off his arm. Yeah, <laughs> no, like, yeah. If he ripped off his arm and threw it in the ground, no. If he like ripped off some like a Shell gas station worker shirt before the match, and then he beat Gaston Gary, you should get get Bono to do a gimmick okay. like what that. What about man. this? What about this? After the match, Thor beats Gaston Gary, and he goes over and he's got a gas tank filled with water, and he just he chugs <laughs> the water. That would be amazing. How do you not do that? How do you not do that? Um, okay, so that's a decent. What was what was your plan B in case we DQ'd that one? Uh, Mar- Moran, be- uh, Tristan Moran beats number one Luke Pletcher. Okay, that should be it. That should be it. He just wants to say. Well, Gaston I like Gary. the Gaston Gary and Thor. Yeah, it was <laughs> yeah. way more fun. Yeah, way, way more fun. Thor versus Gaston Gary is awesome. <laughs> yes, two two legends. Okay, uh, Kyle Bracky. Uh, you guys are definitely going to disqualify this, but the Green Bay Packers upset the San Francisco 49ers and make the Super Bowl. Woo! Woo! Oh, okay. there we go. I love it. Manitowoc County okay, stand if you up. want to wrestle. Manitowoc! <laughs> <laughs> Let's go! If you, uh, if you want a wrestling one, um, I know we need, we need more, like, rivalry and traveling trophies in wrestling. Mm. Um, the grudge match trophy between Ohio and Kent State stays in Athens. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. There, there we go. go. Boom. The trunk on him. He said it. Uh, <laughs> air it out. <clears throat> Don't take my nomad. My, my Tuesday headline looks forward. You know I'm a big storylines guy. You are. Big storylines guy. Dake is so incensed that Ooh. Chimizo cowardly ran from him. Oh. He texts the field, and the headline is, best version of Dake we've ever seen and or... Dake looks like he can beat Burroughs. <laughs> All right, got it. Chimizo. Nowhere to be found. Some Americans still know how to take the mat in rankings tournaments. <laughs> yeah, couple subheads. Couple subheads. Couple subheads. Uh, Dake right, texts his way through Rome. Wow, that would be something. And, yeah. All right, David Brady. And then he walks up to Chimizo who's in front row and says, this is my house. I'm... I'm the Italian Olympian now. <laughs> Defaces a bunch of Italian monuments. Yeah, he tears up a, a, a Da Vinci poster or this something. This is my country what now. Yeah. 
Poster. I don't know. They, they're probably posters. He's not gonna get. Listen, if you think he's getting access to an actual Da Vinci original, it's gonna be really tough. It's gonna That's be true. tough. They have been guarding uh, those things pretty, uh, pretty extensively. All right, David. All right, Tuesday headline. Number one in the country, Mason Paris. Wow. Ooh, that's a Tuesday headline, boy. That's a Tuesday headline. That would be a Tuesday headline. All right, we'll see if it happens. That is happening uh, uh, live on Flow Wrestling. Sunday. Lucky for us, Sunday. Do you want to give a quick rundown of what's live on Flow other than Mateo Pelican? We should give, like, some scheduling stuff when, when that starts. Uh, yeah, hang on one second. Mateo, Mateo Pelicone, um, metal matches and stuff will get back rolling noon Eastern uh, today. Tulsa National start tonight. Uh, another loaded Cali tournament, uh, mid-cows at Gilroy High School. Uh, kickoff tomorrow around noon Eastern. Um, then 6 Central on Friday, Minnesota, Michigan State, Maryland, Michigan, NC State, Drexel, We'll be at 7 Eastern. Cornell Rutgers from the rack. You know it's going to be rocking oh, yeah. at 7 Eastern. Mm-hmm. Uh, Northern Iowa, Northern Colorado at 8 Eastern. And also at 8 Eastern, Iowa State, South Dakota State. South Dakota State's been on fire. Um, and then a little nightcap at 10 p.m., Duke, Fresno State. Saturday, a um, couple events carrying over with Mateo Pelicone and Tulsa and Mid-Cows. But then Escape the Rock, which is a really good – um, high school tournament in Pennsylvania with a lot of Jersey uh, flavor there and a lot of the top PA schools. Then Virginia Tech, Binghamton at 3 Eastern, um, so a little Saturday in the afternoon wrestling. And then on Sunday, um, Illinois, Ohio State from the gas, uh, station gas station at 1 Eastern. <laughs> 2 Eastern is your Minnesota-Michigan showdown uh, along with Missouri and Kent State. And then at 3 Eastern, North Dakota State, uh, Iowa State, and then close it out with a little Sunday night wrestling, Binghamton Drexel at 7 Boom. p.m. And then, this should kind of count because it's going to be before our next show, Monday night wrestling. Whoa. How about that? Monday oh, night I, I, I love Monday night wrestling. Yeah, I love Purdue it. versus Indiana, a little in-state rivalry for Monday night. That's nice. great. Great, great job, Binghamton Drexel uh, closing out. We talked about that earlier in the year um, when somebody asked, like, "Oh, we need more, you know, action like Tuesday night duels." It's like, well, another alternative is the Sunday night duels. So, good job, Binghamton Drexel and Purdue Indiana on Monday. Also, remember, guys, this weekend uh, and and next week, Flow TV weekend rewind on Saturday for the best stuff that happened Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, weekend rewind on Monday of all the best stuff from the weekend as a whole. Uh, Bader is going to continue doing block parties, so uh, keep. Keep an eye on for Flow TV. It's basically going to be one of the top banners uh, on the homepage. Yeah. Hey, for Ben, you're supposed to plug time. your podcast. <laughs> oh, well, I, did, I, talk, I guess I talked about it. Maybe I didn't mention it by name. Uh, but we I interviewed Brian Snyder, Chris Bono, and uh, Brian Smith this week. It was fantastic. Um, you can find it on Ruta social media. And uh, they had a lot of re- really cool things. And I brought up some of the stuff they said during the show. You, I guess you guys might just not have caught it. No, I caught it. I caught like, it. Uh, like the Eric Barnett, you know, Bono was just talking about the ups and downs, right? How he didn't wrestle very good on Friday night, and he wrestled awesome on Sunday. And he likes the lights being on, and the lights were on. Not the red lights, though, Nomad. Not the red lights. <laughs> you know what I want? I want to know your guests coming up on Monday, and I would like us to be able to submit one oh. FRL question to one of your guests. Um, okay, so. I'll, I'll get my guests together this weekend, uh, and I will. Uh, I will have an FRL question. Okay, sweet. From the panel. That means a lot because uh, they get to ask the questions, but we don't get to ask, so that will be cool. Well, Caleb, we're ready to go. Um, feel free to play us out as it is 947 deep in the heart of Texas and also, coincidentally, in Manitowoc County because it is also on the central time zone. <laughs>
People forget that. Uh, we need that. to go to the... The team team trip to Avery Scrapyard next week. Yes, Dude, let's go. I'm down. Yes. I'm down. That I bet I bet that is a thing. I bet people will go to Mantaw County just to see that. That that show was a phenomenon a couple years ago. Absolutely. I loved it. Season two. All right. It came out not too long ago. Season two. Thanks, man. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. 447 strong. We'll be back next Tuesday. Lots of wrestling to be done. Lots of wrestling to watch. Tonight slash tomorrow morning. 3.30 a.m. Central, 4.30 Eastern. I don't know where you live. Only you do. And Figured the people out. that you know know where you live, probably. So you know when to get up. Watch Mateo Pelicone. It's going to be awesome. See you next time. Thanks, guys.